about these downs. I'm not sure that they, there were more than four downs run, so they may have See, run five I, downs. Instead of the game being over, it appears that the Redskins get the fifth down. And the cat is elusive. He's brought walking. The cat. He's walking to the three. He's at the two. Fielding the cat runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. Snap, placement, kicked by Hartley, and it is... Welcome, everyone, to all right, everyone, fifth down show. Uh, Captain, all right, guys. Uh, it's been about what about a week since we uh been on last a week uh, from the draft yeah. game, game six, yeah, Thursday, yeah. So here we are, uh, at you again. Uh, I'm just gonna give you a quick recap of what happened in the draft and a few things that took place in the NFL in this past week. Um, including a hometown boy coming home to finish out his career, hopefully. And um, so, you know, who was the star of the draft, man? Let's, let's, let's do this. Uh, I mean, you know, you got to give some of these teams credit. Uh, the Ravens did a great job <clears throat> with all their picks. Mm-hmm. I think Chicago had a strong draft. Um, the Bengals filled the needs they needed on defense. Uh, you know, to try to get back to the Super Bowl. I mean, uh, Denver did well. I think overall, like you said, you're saying earlier before we before we got a phone, like the Chiefs reloaded. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Chiefs Jets, have a lot of work to Jets, do, though. That's that's the catch. The, with them. the Jets just they had a great draft. Like probably out of everyone that I've listen to the Jets basically had the best draft. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they've done. Yeah. They, they really got after what they really needed. You know, they got in there and they did the right thing. They made moves, you know, getting up into the, getting multiple picks and things like that. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they really, they took advantage of the whole draft. Now, you know, as we sit here and we talk about the draft tonight, you know, recapping it a week after it took place. It's one of those things to where it's hard to be excited. Like you want to be excited for the Jets, right? So they got the they got the A on the draft, which is not something we normally see when it comes to the Jets. But you really don't know anything about this draft until we're three seasons down the road at this point, right? At least two. But yeah, I mean, look, they go for they go for a Sauce Gardner cornerback at number four overall. Okay, they get yeah. Garrett Wilson, number ten overall at Ohio State. I think he was the first receiver taken. Um, yeah. <clears throat> then they get an edge rusher, a great running back in Brees Hall. Right. Uh, another. I mean, tight we're end. Talking, I mean, when you're looking at the Jets, I mean, the reason they're ranked so high. I mean, when it comes down to it, is basically that they <clears throat> had essentially four first-round picks, right? I mean, even number 36 still falls in that level to where one or two different picks, you know, Bill Belichick drafts the guy he drafts who should have been in the third round, drafts mm-hmm. in the first round, so this guy falls out, in, out into the second round by no fault of his own, 
it's just <clears throat> so they were essentially able to get four first round picks out of this. Yeah, and and, and props to the Jets, man. They're they're making the moves. They're trying to get get it done. Um, I think they had an interesting draft, but you you hit on something else, um, right? The Patriots, right? Yeah. Uh, let's but see. but the Patriots Charlie. never draft well. Like people always talk about the Patriots' longevity and, and how they do what they do, and, and it has absolutely nothing to do with their ability to draft. No, what they do with the draft is they stockpile draft picks, and they just as many bites of the apple as possible. You know, Belichick does all his damage in free agency. It, it almost feels like they throw a bunch of shit against the wall and to see what sticks. Yes. And that's basically what you get at yes. when you're looking at a Patriots draft, right? Cole Strange. I mean, this guy, number 29 overall, wasn't projected to go to like the third round by yeah. a lot of your major guys, you know, but. Bill I think Belichick. a couple of these cats were like one or two round reaches. You know, Bill Belichick sees something in him. Sees, you know, maybe he might not be first year starter, but Bill Belichick sees something and they do on. And, and who are we to question Bill Belichick at this point, right? Guy has what seven Super Bowls? Yeah, I mean more than you and I combined. Uh. <laughs> well, anybody has more Super Bowls than you and I combined. Anyone who has one, you know. Uh, not um, anyone who played for the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a perfect segue. That is a perfect segue. You know, all right, this is alphabetical. So, here yeah, are the I mean, Atlanta we can talk about Atlanta real quick. Yeah, they actually is. had a pretty, they actually had a pretty decent draft. Like when it comes down to it, um, oh, they yeah. got a wide receiver for Mark Marcus Mariota to throw to. Um, you know, they got. What an edge rusher, linebacker, and then they finally got a quarterback, Desmond Ritter, in the fourth round. Um, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fourth round. Fourth round. Um, but it's you're still with Marcus Mariota at this well, point. Yeah, like that's in the beginning of the third is when they took Ritter, 74 overall. So okay, yeah. So third round, but you're still going to be playing Marcus Mariota. You're not Desmond Ritter is not starting this year, right? But look. They pick up an edge rusher in D'Angelo Malone. You know, they got a running back, a guard, and another tight end. So, you know, what they did with the picks they had, you can't say they had a, a great draft, but not a bad one. Um, they had a really good second day, you know. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I mean, looking at their picks, it's just you got an edge rusher, a linebacker, an edge rusher, and a quarterback. So, the Falcons' defense is where they needed help, and they needed to beef up this year. Um, yeah, they need a receiver also. I mean. Yeah, but but they're going to get Russell Gage back next year. So yeah, but we're talking about we're talking, again. we're talking about this year. That's not Gage. That was a uh, Ridley. That but, was Ridley. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I mean they. I mean it is what it is, right? So. They they're they are not drafting for contendership at this moment in time. They're just drafting to make it to the next season. You know, to I think I think Atlanta line. to me Atlanta is one of the teams that had the worst offseason. Um just because of all the the way things didn't fall for them. Uh yeah, they went they in missed all out on Deshaun, they, they missed miss out on Deshaun Deshaun. Watson. They lose, they lose Matt Ryan. Yeah. Uh lost Calvin Ridley for the for the year due to stupid gambling because he couldn't use a burner phone. 
Um, yep. You know, it's just or just give money to his I don't know baby mama or girlfriend or wife or to bet for him. You know, whatever. Me, uh, but I mean, you know, you actually would have done pretty well. You've been hitting yeah. those parlays pretty good, buddy. Yeah, I caught a few, but. I mean, the Falcons are going to be the Falcons. So what can you say about it, right? We can't get excited over it. It's the Falcons. Nope. Uh, Arizona also had a decent draft. This, this um, is a team who who they, they did a, a pretty decent draft, but they did way better in the um, the trading again. Oh, oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So didn't they – Look, so they – Yeah, they didn't get they land Hollywood Brown? Brown? Mm-hmm. Yep, who Kyler Murray, another yeah. reunion, a college receiver, quarterback reunion. But I mean, look at this draft, right? They come out and between one and two, you know, 257, they're filling a lot of needs the team has. They're, they're reloading. So I think they had a pretty good draft. Um, and then they traded out. Uh, yeah, they, they, they did last year for Ertz. So they still have Ertz who's floating around there. Um, and I think that this year you're going to see a better, uh, a better team. That's probably going to be able to be a little bit more competitive. And I mean, look, Kyler Murray, the jury's still out on him, but the dude's got the talent to get you there. The question is, can they put all the pieces in place to protect him and give him the time he needs? Yeah, I mean, it, it seems a little Eva-ish to me, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, I, I feel like you uh, have Baltimore. to make it before you can get there. Yeah. You know, well, look, Baltimore. With the, this with is the another... trade of Hollywood Brown. Yeah, getting to Baltimore. Look, I mean, okay, hold on. They traded him uh, for their for so they got Rashad Bateman out of it. But with a six rounder, okay. Look, I think what are they saying about Kohler? Yeah, they're saying Charlie Kohler is very yeah, similar he, to Mark Andrews. Yeah, so he's another Mark Andrews. I that team with two Mark Andrews is uh, very scary. But I mean, once again, I, you have to be able to do something with it. So, um, well, look, they started off by addressing the, the, you know. the backfield with, with Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. Okay. You get a you get a, a young center out of Iowa in Tyle Lindemann. Um, yeah. You got an edge rusher from Michigan in, in David Ojabo. And, look, defensive tackle, offensive tackle, cornerback, two tight ends. You know, uh, they drafted a punter. Yeah, I almost, almost feel like at the end of their draft, they were just, like, getting the best guy available, right, at, at 20, oh, 128, yeah. I mean, 119, 128, 130, 139, 141. You know, you were just like, okay, who's that guy? Yeah, just just grab him, you know, pick him. You know, we could always yeah, they, see about they, they, uh, We could always see about this. Um, yeah, it's seen amount of picks. I, okay, I really don't want to go through this team by team right now. Um I, I don't think that's what we need to. This is going to take us forever. I mean, Carolina had a pretty decent draft, it looks like, right? And yeah, they got they had a decent draft. Let's look at the NFC South as, as our major looks right now. Um, so, yeah, this is another team right here with no quarterback right now. They're still in talks for 
a trade for um, Baker Mayfield. Um, yep. They did draft Matt Corral at 94 overall. Once again, so, but Matt Corral is not going to be a starting quarterback this year. That is true. I mean, did you, it's, did it's you mean to, to click be, this? What? What is this? It's me. What are you, what are you talking All about? All right. I don't know. I had something going on in my headphones. I got rid of it. All right. No, that was definitely you. Okay. I got rid of it. Sorry about that, guys. Um, if you could hear it. Um, anyway, I mean, you know, they, they – I think I think they got a grade for the quality of the player they got, but did they get the players they that's necessary for them to be able to to win? And the NFC South is going to be a competitive division, no matter no matter what, right? With Tom Brady there, you know, um, we're we're fans of the Saints. You know, as you can tell, we talk about them all the time. Um, Vegas doesn't have very high hopes in the Saints, but I I feel that the Saints are going to be a competitor this year. Uh, Vegas has them at the over and under at seven wins for the season. Um, I, I, I mean, I don't see how they can't win more than that. Um, but this is going to be one of the more competitive divisions of football. The only other division, you know, NFC West, obviously would be another competitive division and the AFC West is going to be the most competitive, um, this year. Um, you know, looking at that, you pass by Chicago, you know, they did pretty decent in the draft. But once again, these are not something that you'll know about until we're two, possibly three years down the draft line. Sorry, I have a dog coughing along up here. All right, so Tampa. So they just keep reloading. The pick I like here is Rashad White. Um. I was listening to uh, the Yahoo Fantasy podcast, and they're like, this dude could immediately go if Leonard Fournette were to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it makes a great selection for them. Look, they shore up their defensive and offensive line, right? Right. Logan Hall's a big a big pull for them for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to go offensive line because you got to keep Brady upright. Yep, and they went punter. You know, so yeah. Well, let's hope he gets a lot of action um, this year. Um, And look, here's Andre Anthony just chilling right here, almost Mister Irrelevant. Almost, but you don't know what's going to happen because Marcus Colson was a Mister Irrelevant, and look what he did. But all right, let's get to the Saints. You you passed him up. LMS. You are. It's it's alphabetical. It's alphabetical. If One more. Are, no, it's in. This is New Orleans. Okay. All right. So we'll get to in. Oh, the football giants got an A. Oh. All, right. All right. Nobody likes the Saints draft. No. Uh, mostly because we had a pre-draft trade where we gave picks away to move up two spots twice, whatever, to switch to picks with the spots, Eagles. Yeah, yeah to, to switch yeah. picks with the Eagles. Then on draft day, we give up more picks to move up from 16 to 11. Right, to get Chris Olave. Now, the, the, the thing about it is, is I see what the Saints were doing, right? Mm-hmm. 
they they knew the guys they needed. They knew the guys they wanted. They had them drafted on the board. And if you paid attention to the first round of the draft, as soon as the Saints traded up to 11 and, and drafted Chris Olave, there was a huge run on receivers, mm-hmm. right? So the reason they moved, made this move to move up five spots to grab him is because he was not going to be available at 16, right? He was going to be well off the board, well gone. And this was the guy that they've been talking about that they were going to go after. Yeah. And I mean, look, this is what happened at pick eight. Uh, Drake London went to the Falcons at mm-hmm. pick 10. Garrett Wilson went to uh, the Jets. We took we moved up for Olave because we knew he was probably going to be a receiver run. And then uh, Jamison Williams out of Alabama went to Detroit. Then it was like receiver, receiver, receiver. Uh, let's see, it was defensive tackle safety, receiver, receiver. Yeah, so, I mean, all your top guys, yeah. uh, Traylon Brooks went to Tennessee. Uh, Jawan Dotson went to the Commanders. Ugh. Ugh. But, I mean, what, what I I'm hate, saying, I still hate it. I still hate it. You know, they're, they're giving the Saints crap for the guys they went to, right? And even, you know, Trevor Pennick, um, probably one of the higher graded offensive tackles in the uh, mm-hmm. in the draft. Um, the issue is he's from a small school. So can he convert into an NFL caliber player? I mean, he's got the size, where, he's got the speed. I mean, the same thing can be said for um God, we just he just left. Um the offensive tackle that Trevor Pennick is replacing. I yeah, cannot think Armstead. of his name right now. Yeah, Armstead. same could be said for Teron Armstead. He came from another another small school. I think it was like, what, Arkansas Pine Bluff or something like that? Something like, like that. Some crazy school that, you know, nothing happens for. And then again, on day two, we only had the one pick. You know, that's where the C comes from because we traded away part oh, of our uh, day two yeah. – you know, our day two to move up to the board to go after Alave and the Saints really kind of, they made a trade again to go after Alante Taylor, you know, cornerback mm-hmm. out of Tennessee, which was another guy that they had ranked up really high up there that maybe not all the other teams had. Right. So, I mean, they made the moves how they had it on their board and they made their targets and they went after it. Yeah, because without what, a second round pick, it, we had to do something. So yeah, something else I was hearing on day two, um, they some safety got drafted, and um, you know that was I don't I don't remember who it was. I, I forgot the name, but the Saints had him. That's who they were going to go after. That's who they were going to target. And then he got he got picked before they went, so they went after Alante Taylor, and that was where the segue for this is. is long and, and outwinded, but this is where we're going with it, is that, you know, Dennis Allen turns to Mickey Loomis and says, go get me F and Tyron Matthews, you know. And <laughs> three days later, you know, he's a saint. Honey Badger, baby. So, I mean, you may not like the draft for the Saints, and no one does. Vegas hates, hates the Saints right now. They have them picked, you know, seven wins for the season. And I see the Saints. Seven? Pick- Seven. Get the over number is seven. Yeah, I got I got twenty on the Saints beating seven games this year. Um, just because I put my money, but I do it quite a bit. And uh, you know, the Saints are gonna have more than seven wins. 
they're 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 way more talented than what people give them credit for. I the definitely biggest, heard Mary. <laughs> what laughing back there? Um, yes. The big the biggest issue the Saints have is the loss of Sean Payton, and, and people are giving that a lot of a lot of credence and how the Saints are going to react. And they're giving no love to Jameis Winston at all whatsoever. No. You know, and not to be fair, losing Sean Payton is kind of a big deal. It, it is a big deal. It is. But Dennis Allen is already, he's already had a team, you know, and you can say what you want to say about that time with the Raiders. Yes, it was not great. But who at that time was having a good run with the Raiders, right? You had Al Davis running that team, just like Jerry Jones does in, in Dallas, not giving him any, you know, letting him give any input, picking the right players. I want to say in one of Dennis Allen's year, they drafted a running back. I mean, a wide receiver just because he had the fastest combine time. And the kid, he, he never did anything. I think he was like one and done. You know, so it's like you, you – he, Dennis Allen is having input in what's happening with the team and players they're going after, right? And we keep stacking up on our defense, which is going to be our strong suit this year. No doubt. Saints had one of the top defenses last year, and we're going to continue that this year. We're going to – but if you go look at their draft and look at what they've done in the undrafted free agency, right? Because this is where the Saints end up shining at. A lot of people forget that. Oh, the Saints, they had a bad draft. And that's completely fine. We got the players we needed. But where the Saints shine at is in the undrafted, that undrafted free agency. undrafted free agency. Yeah, absolutely. You know? We have found some gems. Late round picks and UDFAs. I mean, um, they, got a, they got a running back out of Baylor who's – in, in college, he only played running back for one year, but in that one year, he broke every single season record, rushing record that was at Baylor, right? They guaranteed this kid $222,000 to come to sign with the Saints. Guess where he's at? He's with the Saints, which we need a running back because we're going to lose Kamara for a minimum six games, possibly eight. You know, It's um, going to be six. It, what's whatever, my, it's it's going to be two or three less than – see, this is what I love about Deshaun Watson. Yeah is every other suspension in the NFL is going to be less than Deshaun Watson by, like, a lot, like you three know, games. What's, what's going to be Mark Mark Ingram's status? Is he going to be able to stay healthy? Is Tony Jones Jr. going to be able to shake the, the concussions he had last year? You know, yeah. so, I mean, we needed to go get running backs, right? And we also got a few more receivers out of there. They, they got a receiver out of Nichols. You know, they, they did a lot of hometown this year. You know, mm-hmm. receiver out of Nichols. We went out. We got Tyron Matthew. Um, you know, we have in-state talent that we're actually utilizing this year with, with the undrafted free agency and, and, and even in the, you know, the undrafted and the free agency. So, I mean, it's, I, I think the Saints are probably to shock the league right now because they have them so ranked so low that they're going to be that team that's going to shock the league this year. Yep. Apparently it's so shocking that they're going to be dancing jigs. I'm hearing the dancing jig music over there. I'm sorry, Mary's watching Titanic in the other room. You know. Oh, well, well you know. Spoiler alert: the boat sink. <laughs> Draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and there was room for Jack on that door. Um, there was room for like three people on that door. <laughs> but, oh God. You know, but I mean, the the big news out of New Orleans right now is, is definitely Tyron Matthew. You know, coming home, um, he said it's the right time in his career. He spaced himself away from the trouble that he had when he was in college. Um, he said all the right things in his press conference. 
Um, you know, um, he broke NFL shop. He broke the website. Yep. People were, as soon as he signed with the Saints, all of New Orleans decided to go on and buy a Tyron Matthew jersey. We don't even know what number he's going to be. But, uh, you know, they won't ship until they, they he picks a number. But, you know, this was, this was a big deal for the Saints. And, I mean, it's not like he was a – he's not a – you know, he's not a schlub. You know, he, he's still a great safety with a lot left in the tank. And we get to see that now. So – you know, in the black and gold, which is something we've been looking forward to. You know, what was the old video? Honey Badger don't give a fuck. You know, yep. something like he that. He doesn't care. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's what I got. I mean, the draft, yeah, for the Saints suck. Um, but they, they, they took care of what they needed, is what I'm trying to say. Yep. Um and, And uh, who, yeah, another? so there was definitely room for them both on the raft. I mean, on the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they here they are playing go fish right down at the bottom right there. Yeah, um, they could have totally, totally yeah. done that. If only he would have got down with a deck of cards, they could have played. They could have played cards on the on the door. So that's our pop culture. Him. She could have saved him. But you know what? They wouldn't have won the Oscar you, otherwise. You know, there's a huge conspiracy they say that Leonardo DiCaprio didn't actually exist and that he was a figment of her imagination the whole time. So that could be why Jack didn't live. Could be. But, of course, that would mean they let a crazy right, so person now we're, the Titanic. Now we're talking about the Titanic. <laughs> Well, that's what we do here. That's what the we, Titanic. That's what the we Titanic. Do so which? Okay. So let's 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 segue this into something in football. Will there be a Titanic team this year that starts off good and just goes down? Yes. Who is that yes, team? There will to be. be. Um. Ah, <sighs> I'm gonna put my money on. I'm gonna go with the Rams this year you're gonna go with the rams okay yeah so I super bowl gonna, high think, and they just crash they, down I, I think they're gonna start well but i think the nfc west um man you know what no because i mean the nfc west is a hot mess right now with, with debo trying to get out of san francisco like he is with the garbage of Kyler murray stirring up with seattle not really doing anything um you know, what, starting Drew Lock at quarterback? Um, no, so maybe not them. Um, man, a lot of this is going to have to do with injuries. Depends on who gets hurt, right? I don't even think you need to do that. I think my Titanic team is Tennessee. No. No, as long as Derrick Henry stays healthy, they're going to they're gonna run it through. And they're gonna, oh, they're, I know, but that's the gonna problem. Going. He's going to – and okay, so this is another like trading away AJ Brown. Okay. Yeah. I've listened to takes on both sides of this. I think the Eagles got a steal. Okay. Uh, Tennessee with the pick 
uh, they ended up picking um, a receiver. Yeah, Traylon Brooks out of Arkansas. Now, the 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 gist of the analysis is he's another version of AJ Brown, same skill set. Okay. Okay, but at a much cheaper price tag. At a cheaper price if tag. You haven't been paying attention. Yeah, if you haven't been paying attention to the NFL, apparently receiver is the new quarterback. You know, they're they're giving those guys. Thank you, Christian Kirk. They're they're backing up armored cars for them right now. And no, the question I mean, is, is it, you, uh, is it even Jacksonville? Worth it? Jacksonville's the one who did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With uh, I mean, with they, Christian they Kirk. definitely one thousand percent overpaid Christian Kirk. They, they which led to I mean, he's not worth that giant or contracts for Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill. And now, Tyree Kill and now AJ mm-hmm. Brown and now um Hollywood Brown. Um, you know, all those teams, you know, we, we were sitting there on draft day and we we're questioning AJ Brown, really, they just traded him away. And but when you think about it, that's not the strength of the Titans team. The Titans strength right. is a running game. You know, with the occasional pass. So, yeah, well, they're not gonna. They need to. And and look, I'm I'm not. I am not a a a Ryan Tannehill fan. No, I, I just no, he's I mean, not. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl. Okay. That's just no, but Derrick Henry will, and and so, and and he he's being a dick about Malik Willis. He's like, I don't have to teach him anything, dude. Have you ever thought about like if if I um, you know, I'm not gonna train somebody replace to replace me. me. I mean, Aaron, but Aaron Rodgers that's the did business. It. That's the business. You know? Brett Favre did it to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers did it. You know, did, did Tom Brady leave anybody in, in New England? No, he just up and left. You know, did did Drew Brees really give any training to Jameis Winston at all? You know, maybe because Drew knew he was done, knew that Jameis wasn't going to replace him, but he knew he was done. But, I mean, you, you're not going to get somebody to train their replacement like that. I mean, that's just not how that works. That's but, not, but that's not reality. He's okay, but what are you telling me that Ryan Tannehill is in the caliber of those guys you just mentioned? Not, not by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, Ryan Tannehill's garbage. I mean, they, they, he's, but, he's, I, you know, I would rather have Baker Mayfield. Ryan Tannehill's done enough to still be a starting quarterback in the league, right? Right, but he's nowhere near the top. Just, just enough. He's on the bottom half, but he, he slides under the radar because of Derrick Henry's ability. Right. But he's not being tested because of Derrick Henry. If it wasn't right. for Derrick Henry, he would have gotten fired two years ago. But, I mean, he doesn't have to. I mean, the same thing with, with, with Jimmy and Garoppolo, you know, right? And it's the thing with A.J. Brown, right? Like, how – I mean, I'm looking at uh, Philly's draft, right? I mean, 
There we go. I mean, they they got Jordan Davis defensive tackle to help Fletcher Cox. You know, maybe maybe eventually replace him. And the guy's been in the league for a long time. I think he's thirty two or thirty three. Um, still one of the best players, defensive players in the NFL by yeah. by a long shot. You know, you get another center. Uh, you get two more linebackers and a tight end. And I mean, bam! You know the the Eagles have reloaded, and then of course you get AJ Brown. So now you've got. Oh, let's see. Let me look at that depth chart. Real look, quick. the Eagles. The Eagles may have been able to win the NFC East with the, with the AJ Brown acquisition, right? With the way that they drafted, getting AJ Brown, that may be enough to propel them to finally win this division, take it away from Dallas. So. Dallas doesn't have to lose in the first round of the playoffs anymore, right? The and Eagles look, can do it. let's not forget Devonta Smith broke the rookie. No, he didn't, uh, but he had a shitload of receptions last year. A, yeah. He had 64 but, receptions on 104 targets last year. But, I mean, okay. we're talking about Ryan Tannehill being the weakness of, of – uh, I was of thinking about that cash from Tennessee. Jalen Waddle. Are they even? I mean, are the Eagles in much in a much better position with their quarterback? Yes, yes. Jalen Hurts is better than Ryan Tannehill. Square. By how much? Square. You think Jalen Hurts is going to lead them to a Super Bowl? I think Jalen Hurts will get them at least past the first round of the playoffs. No, I don't think so. He doesn't need Derrick Henry to carry that team. Without Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill doesn't get to the playoffs. Okay, and I mean, um, but let, let's look at it this way. If if I'm a coach and I'm on a team and I have a player the caliber of Derrick Henry, I'm going to ride that back all the way. Yes. I mean, that's it, not Brable being stupid. That's, that's Brable doing his job. That's exactly what they should be doing. Yeah, but you've got to – you're one-dimensional. You can't rely on Derrick Henry to be that, that physical freak. That one-dimensional has brought him deep into the playoffs for the past two seasons. I agree. But you're so, not going to – I mean, maybe if matter. they went after a different quarterback and they got a little bit better quarterback play, maybe they could – But without A.J. Brown make now, it. you can put nine in the box. Yeah, but they always did. <laughs> I mean, A.J. Brown went from getting um, – overthrown by Ryan Tannehill to being overthrown by the, the guy in Philly. I can't think of his name right now. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I wanted to say Jordan Love, and I knew that was completely wrong. That's but, definitely Green Bay. So, I mean, he's going to be either overthrown or underthrown by, by uh, Jalen Hurts, same as he was over and underthrown by Ryan Tannehill. I mean, you're talking about two quarterbacks who, yes, maybe Hurts is a little bit better. But it's not that that big of a gap, you know. It's it's not that that big of a gap. Yeah, I I think it's bigger than. I, I think you have the difference between a guy who can help take you to the playoffs and a guy who won't. He won't be the determining factor in your success. In Ryan Daniel, and that's nothing. You know, he doesn't I, have I just, to. Be. But your I mean, quarterback Tennessee, should. Tennessee is going to run right on back into the playoffs. It, it's old school football. I mean, that's but what I'm, my favorite. But, 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 but so do the Colts. 
The Colts have a good, a great running the, back too, the, and Jonathan Colts, Taylor. The, the Colts are actually in a fantastic position, right? They're going to win that division. They're, they're, they're going to win, win the division. division. Yes. And you can say what you want about um, Matt Ryan, you know, as former Falcons quarterback. You can say what you want to say about it. Matt Ryan still got a lot left in the tank, and he's going to take the Colts to the playoffs, possibly to the AFC Championship game against well, one of the I, I three just, AFC I, West teams. I don't know what the hell to make of the AFC. But, I mean, Matt Ryan is just a – and, I mean, look, you traded A.J. Brown for a higher first-round pick and a third-round pick. Mm-hmm. So I think the price was cheap, which is why I think Philly made out on the better end of that deal. Yeah. And De- Devonta Smith isn't ready to be a number one yet, but he can be. He doesn't have just to be like, right now. Just like just like in Miami, Jalen Waddle could easily be a number one in the NFL. He doesn't have to be. He has Tyreek. He doesn't Taylor. have to be now. You know, and between, it's going to let him. It's going to let him become the Juju Smith Schuster to Antonio Brown. I keep forgetting about Miami. <laughs> like I, I just keep forgetting that they exist because we're so used to them just not existing. For them just being just bottom of the barrel. And and, and now, like, with, with the emergence of Jalen Waddle last year, them getting Tyreek Hill, um, you know, they have a pretty decent, decent defense. Um, their weakest spot on their team is still going to be Tua. Yeah. You know, that that's a team that I could see trading for Baker Mayfield and, and turning it around and winning with Baker. You know, I mean, people look, Chase Edmonds and you're running back. You got Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill. Mike Jacecki is your tight end. He's he's, he's solid. I mean, I'll, you got I'll a decent – you got Tehran Armstead. Whether he plays or not is the question, of course. Um, yeah. yeah, that offense you know, is stacked. I mean, it's, it's very it's, good team. Very good team. You got Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds, and Miles Gaskin. And then they're going to be going up against – in the AFC East against – uh, Buffalo. Yeah. They're no slouch either. <laughs> I mean, Buffalo, after this draft, I think Buffalo may be the best team in the NFL. I mean, look, uh, if you're fans of, of an NFC team, any team in the NFC, it's going to be a long time before you got a chance to actually do something. I mean, they may win. They may win a Super Bowl here and there, but it's going to be on the. Well, that's, on the, that's why I think play. the. The, the Packers and, you know, Rodgers sticking around. But, I mean, look, he's still got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, uh, but he's down to Alan Lazard, Christian Watson, Sammy Watkins, and That's Randall true. Cobb, who's who's way past his prime, but he's still going to be a possession receiver who's going to get you those crucial short yardage situation because it's somebody Rodgers trusts. Yeah, that's that's the weekend of this of the of the of the Packers right now. And look, Robert Tonyan last uh year before last, he had like 10 touchdowns or some obscene number like that in his rookie season. And he, he got a lot of uh, attention from that, but he's got that potential to do that again. You know, yeah. um, it, it just, I think everyone's still reeling from the Devonte Adams loss. And that's a, you know, best receiver in the league. Right. That's yeah, a huge but I mean, the, the bears had a fantastic draft. They, they got rid of Matt Nagy. You know, that, that's their biggest weight. That was their biggest anchor. Like, people want to give yeah. crap to Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky. But honestly, he, he's been very effective as a quarterback. 
Um, a little stat I heard today that I didn't know. He's the only active quarterback in the NFL to not have a pick six thrown, right? So he's very careful with the ball. He doesn't turn it over. Um, he's effective with it. Yes, it might be dink and dunk passes, but I mean it's effective. You yeah, know? I mean, look, you got and that Justin might be Field. exactly that might be exactly what Pittsburgh needs right now is a quarterback like that. I mean, yeah, they did what they did with Ben Roethlisberger, and I was basically dinking and dunking. Um, yeah. and Trubisky can stretch the field if he needs to. Um, what made Roethlisberger different though was he had a cannon and he was a tank. Yeah, like, yeah, but just a tank. I, I'm just saying Pittsburgh might be a dark horse in their division. It that, is. That we're but we're just overlooking right now because we still have this stank on Mitchell to bit on Mitch Trubisky. But I, know, think, I think of what I happened think in, in, in that division, though. I think the I think the Browns are way more poised to to have problems. To fail? Than, yeah, absolutely, yeah, definitely. They're way I more. Mean, they're way more Titanic risk than anything else. Yeah, I, I said that already. I mean, and you can say what you want about Deshaun Watson, but I mean to to anchor your team to that one player for that long, for that amount of money, you're, you're going to have problems. It, I it, like this catch Bears up team. The more I look at it, jeez. You know, the, the Bears might be a dark horse in that division, like I said, because they were able to get rid of Matt Nagy, and I think he was their biggest hold. I'm I'm excited about Detroit. Just because I just I like to I would like to watch them last year, and I'm gonna enjoy watching them this year. Yeah. Just just yeah. because you know you're looking at a team where the players would do anything for a coach, and that's that's that. yes. And look, DeAndre Swift, Amon Ra, St. Brown. You got yeah. DJ Chark. Uh, they pulled him in, right? Jamison mm-hmm. Williams, not a bad receiver. Hawkinson's a great tight end. Um, defensively, you know. They are pretty good. They got Michael Brockers, you know, when they pulled him in from from Los Angeles to to anchor that on the tackle side. You know, it, it's just man, yeah. Their their I, biggest their biggest on. catch their biggest catch on the, on Detroit is Jared Goff, and once again, your Baker Mayfield will move before the end before the beginning of the actual season. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's going to be to where he ends up at. You know, and like I said, those candidates to me are, are Atlanta, um, Miami. I'm not. I'm not saying Detroit's not a landing spot because that that's a definite possibility. Um, and you may still see that happen in Pittsburgh because they may may not be sold on Mitch Trubisky. So to right. me, those are the top four teams for the landing spot for Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and I mean, we'll see what happens with Baker. I have a feeling it's going to be some other ridiculous thing because that team and ridiculous have just followed each other this year. Um, what Cleveland? Yeah. Yeah. No, just. Mm. I mean, they they out Cleveland Brown themselves. You know, we didn't think it was possible, and, but they found a way to out Cleveland Brown themselves. Is Stefanski's a great coach? Like, how, how does how did? You know, I, I I don't know if I don't I don't know. Maybe it's smoke and mirrors. Maybe they just added so much talent to that team to where he couldn't fail. Yeah, you know, for that one year, and then, I mean, Baker goes down with injury. You lose Jarvis Landry for a number of games. But you, they were in it. They were still o- in it. Odell Odell Beckham's out for a number of games. Yep. You know, and they they took all of these problems that this team had, and they said, "Oh, that was Baker Mayfield's fault." 
you know, and that was the first, I mean, Matt Nagy, I mean, not Matt Nagy, listen to me, Stefanski took no, no responsibility at all. It was all pushed on Baker. Everything was pushed on Baker. The fan base started it. So why not roll with it? You know, if you can slide under the radar being a crappy coach because everybody wants to blame this one player, go with it. Buy yourself another two years before you get fired. You know, I mean, that. like I said, I think the Browns outbrown themselves this year. And I think they're going to, it's going to be a team that was looking up on the rise that I think is going to fall down hard. And that's with Deshaun Watson as your quarterback. Yeah, it's that's the to me that is another team that just has a Titanic written all over it. If you can't pull it together, it's just going to be. Yeah, a but I don't even. Season. I don't even see him starting off well because I don't think they're going to get um, Deshaun Watson for this season, right? I think he's his suspension is going to come this season. And there is no. Or way. no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. There Not is this season. No I forgot. Way. His suspension is going to come next year because they pushed all his court dates back that he still had available that was still going on. So his suspension is not going to come till next year, unless. I just I I hope that Stefanski is ready to deal with max contract. He's going to have to be a coach. He's going to have to be the guy. He's going to have to step up and be like, okay, it's my fault. And, and like I said, he didn't do that with Baker. The, the fan base made Baker Mayfield the scapegoat, and they rode with it. And they put such a stank on his name that, you know, no one, no one wants to draft for You know, no one wants to trade for him, right, because you don't want to pick that contract up. They put such a huge contract on him, which is fine, because I think he actually earned that. But nobody wants to go in now because all they did was badmouth him for, for, you know, the last six months saying how bad he is. You think a team wants to pick up that sizable contract for a quarterback that you told us was that bad? I mean, like I said, they outbrown themselves. Yeah. I'm still not a fan of this max contract shit. I, I don't think that's going to be healthy for the league. And I think that, I think fewer quarterbacks are going to get that going forward because I think everyone realizes how stupid this was. Well, there's a bubble, and, and it's going to bust, and you're going to see teams like Kansas City who's paying Pat Mahomes like this. You're going to see teams like Deshaun Watson who's paying, you know, I mean the Browns who are paying Deshaun Watson. These contracts that, that were doled out for these receivers, you know, in Miami and uh, Arizona, um, you know, wherever else they landed at, I can't remember them all because there were so many that moved around. Those teams are going to suffer because you can't put that much money invested into one player. Yeah, and, it's good. the market's going to correct itself. You know, and, and, and looking looking at it now, like when we were talking about Michael Thomas's contract with the Saints, that was a huge contract for a receiver. That's peanuts compared to what everybody else is being paid right now. Yeah. I mean, so it, we knew Drew was going to get a big contract, but then here comes uh, Joe Flacco getting way overpaid for yeah. winning a Super Bowl. But like I said, that bubble does bust at some point, and those teams fall. So Baltimore paid, overpaid Joe Flacco, and what happened? They never, they never made it back there. Not with Joe Flacco. 
they had to trade him off, get rid of him. Like two know. years later, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's going to be, you, you got to, teams need to wait it out. Teams like the Saints, the Lions, uh, the Bears, these up-and-coming teams that we're looking at now. And I'm, I'm adding the Saints into that too because they are an up-and-coming team after losing Sean Payton, you know, Drew Brees, back-to-back years. Um, you know, the unknown with the quarterback situation. Like, I think Jameis is going to be solid, but I could be completely wrong on that. Um, but losing that and then having to play on like this, I mean, you're, you're an up-and-coming team at this point. But I, I think the Saints are going to be a shocker. I think the Lions are going to shock people. And I think the Bears are going to shock people this year. Yeah. You know? I mean, all I'm of that not, is very possible. I'm not saying playoffs for all three of those teams, but one of them is going to make it. You know, and they're going to sneak in, if not two of them, you know, because of the, the three extra, the, the, the extra wild card spot. And I really don't see anyone in the NFC stepping up like that this year. Like, I don't know. It, it, it's it's such a weak division compared to the AFC that it's going to be hard the to AFC figure is out. Way stronger. Yeah. And, but anyway, um, it's been a good show. Oh, yeah, I really got nothing left because I mean we talked about a lot, and we talked about nothing, and the Titanic. So, <laughs> and the Titanic. But spoiler yeah. alert: people die. Boat sinks, people die, and jacket fit on the door. Yes, that's that's the Titanic summed up in three points. That's it. <laughs> but all right, guys, uh, thank y'all for joining us. If you if you paid attention. Uh, if you like what you see, if you catch this on the replay, which I hope you do, uh, like, share, subscribe to us on any of the platforms. We're on Twitch, uh, YouTube, Facebook, um, all the good podcast places. If you don't want to see our faces, and I don't blame you for that, we'll be up on uh, Facebook, Google, um, you know, the main place to go get your podcast. So, you know, like us, share us, tell your friends, and uh, that's it. Deuces.